This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by mm, Honey. There are at least two things, both embraced and perpetuated by the internet, that have persisted far beyond their typical shelf life and have transcended into legendary meme status, becoming essentially timeless when you look back through the internet meme history. Uh, it's honestly pretty rare. These things are usually flash in the pan. Yeah. Typically, memes or news stories that turn into memes or even events that were birthed online have a very short lifespan and are typically forgotten within days or sometimes weeks, but even that's pushing it. Damn, Daniel. What are those? But hey, not Harambe and not the internet's obsession with fucking over Wall Street. Now, these two separate memes have come together in a very public, very ridiculous way with a seven-foot-tall bronze statue of Harambe in downtown New York directly across from Wall Street's charging bull mascot, which is now covered in bananas. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it's a three-way standoff because there's a little girl there, too. Well, we don't know where the girl is anymore. Oh, did Harambe take the girl away? And we'll have to wait and see. Is he at the top of a big tower building somewhere nearby? <laughs> they should put him on top of Empire State Building. They're going to have to build a Mario bronze statue mm -hmm. to save the defiant girl from Harambe. Exactly. This the beam has legs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, how did we get here? Uh, well, as you're, I'm sure, very, very aware, Harambe was the name of a gorilla that was publicly executed yes. at the Cincinnati Zoo after a toddler fell into his enclosure. Harambe had done nothing wrong, but obviously he could have killed the boy accidentally or intentionally, but yeah. he didn't. But, but he, he could have. But if he wanted to, he could have with little to no effort. With the snap of his fingers, that boy would have been made into paste. Exactly. So, yeah, he's a massive, muscular gorilla mm -hmm. uh, who's been placed in a zoo by humans. and even He actually looked like he was protecting the boy. Yeah, he he did from yeah. where I was standing. But I uh, can't take any risks, I guess. But, at least not in Cincinnati. Uh, because he was placed in a zoo by humans, his, his gorilla nature became a liability in that moment. So they gunned him down. Mm -hmm. It's now It's been over half a decade since Harambe was murdered, but the online fandom support memes and perpetuation thereof has barely waned at all. Sometimes it gets stronger. It, it has it, become cringe in a lot of situations. It flares up every once in a while. It's become very cringy in a lot of situations. Anytime Elon Musk brings up Harambe, it hurts me a little bit. Yeah. Um, it's fun to reminisce, but, but uh, yeah. doing it in earnest usually uh, doesn't get you taken very seriously. It, it comes from a genuine place, because when I when I think back to it, I'm like, yeah, that was extremely upsetting. What, it, it what was. they did to that gorilla. <laughs> yes, it was. It was fucked up. Mm -hmm. Anyway, in January of this year, we all saw the explosion of the price of GameStop stock and the battle that was playing out between individual investors and hedge funds, as well as what happened to the stock trading apps themselves. Yeah, when users started to feel as though they were being attacked and cheated by simply investing in a stock that everyone else in the market as well as other investment firms were betting against, the internet, fueled by various subreddits, joined forces to make it nearly impossible for those hedge funds to win because apes together strong, which is a reference to the latest Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. Uh, not but it's direct, true. Not a direct reference to Harambe, but it is true. If Harambe had more apes with him at they that moment... They could have taken down those uh, zookeepers. Yeah, mm -hmm. and taken over the world. Exactly. Like in the movie. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, basically, if enough people bought a few shares of GameStop each, and there were enough people, then the stock price would go up because there's such a high demand for it. And the companies that shorted the stock, or bet against it, would stand to lose an egregious amount of money because of the actions of potentially millions of netizens who were buying the stock to be a part of a protest against the big Wall Street assholes. Theoretically, infinite money. 
Yes. Due to the way this system we have works. Mm -hmm. It's a good system. Yeah. Uh, the crossover appeal of Harambe with the Apes Together strong statement, it isn't necessarily a strong one, but it also is an easy one to make because they were both watershed moments in recent internet history, and they both have something to do with monkey. I just love that this fucking stock market shit's still going. I, it, it seems like it's been going on for a lot longer, but it hasn't even been a year since the big moment. But I still, I thought it would be a passing fad. I mean, I, I don't have any GameStop, but I, I'm still holding a couple shares of AMC, and I'm up, like, a crazy amount. I didn't even buy, like, when it was that low. It, it's That shit's still doing real good. That's because people like you, they just hold on to it for that free popcorn. Yeah, I think... <laughs> I think I cashed out like basically the amount equal to my original investment just so I could be like, all right, whatever happens now, it's all play money. Yeah, exactly. But, it's uh, like in a casino. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, 100 on black. And it's like, oh, I won? Cool. This next, this, the rest of this 100 is just play money. Yeah. And that's how they get you. As there. long as I hold on to this one chip, <laughs> I haven't lost and money. And then you lose it and you're like, well, I did start with this. Maybe I can make it back. Lady luck. <laughs> so yeah, now there's a seven foot tall Harambe statue on Wall Street simply because Apes together strong? Is that what's going on? Well, sort of. Yeah. I mean, it is very obviously being embraced by the online communities that played a vital role in the Game Stonks saga that's been playing out for the better part of a year, despite the fact that these communities have since split up into other subreddits and Discord groups. But according to various news reports, this is also a publicity stunt for some kind of new blockchain-backed social media platform that's supposed to be more ethical or something. Boo! Uh... It also, yeah, it appears to be tied to some sort of cryptocurrency. Lame. Yes. So, that's that sucks. That kind of throws water on the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to fucking NPR this morning, and you know how like it's all sponsored by companies. Yeah. And uh, yeah, one of their shows was sponsored by some some uh, crypto uh, trading platform. I was like, is it FTX? Because they're funneling a lot of money into. I don't a remember lot which one it was, but I was just like, huh, that's fucking weird. FTX uh, has like entirely sponsored the postseason of MLB. The umpires wear FTX patches on their uniforms. That's so weird. Yeah. Anyway, here's New York's NBC4 with more details. A seven-foot-tall bronze statue of Harambe, the Cincinnati Zoo gorilla that made national headlines in 2016 after picking up and carrying around a three-year-old boy who climbed into its enclosure, then getting shot, appeared on Wall Street Monday. The giant gorilla was placed in Bowling Green Park, directly across from the famous Charging Bull statue, which was surrounded by 10,000 bananas that will later be donated to local food banks and community fridges. Oh, you mean I can have a banana that was on the ground Sidewalk in New York? Sidewalk banana? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's basically a vaccine right there. Mm -hmm. To make a point about wealth disparity. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'm listening. The organizers, founders of Sapien.network, an in-development social networking platform dedicated to putting the needs and welfare of human beings first, sure. said they put up the display to show that Wall Street has become bananas, wholly out of touch with the needs of everyday people. Is cryptocurrency really... In line with the uh, needs of everyday people. I And I went to their... It's the same group of assholes, I think, dominating both. Well, they're trying to, in theory, transfer wealth to the common man who is willing to uh, invest in whatever their current blockchain technology or crypto coin is, I guess. I guess. But I went to their website uh, and uh, the the video is it's very amateur. The website's also getting slammed because of stuff like this. So it's not even loading well. Mm -hmm. um, so it was hard to like, I couldn't even access their, what they call their purple paper. So I, I don't know. 
This is whatever. Right. The end result is a bronze statue of Harambe. Surrounded by dirt bananas that they're going to feed to homeless people. <laughs> Filthy bananas. Uh, that article, it continues, the Sapien Network founders said they used the symbol of Harambe to represent the millions who struggle under a U.S. capitalist system. They say enriches wealthy elites and leaves the average person behind. Okay. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, but as one of their co-founders, Robert Giometti, told News 4 Monday, it's not about rejecting capitalism or the current system. It's about revolving them into the current future and letting them empower more groups of people. Now, that's the whole point of this story. Harambe is a representation of something that lets us look at more than just ourselves. What are we aspiring to as people, he explained. It's about connecting. A simple gesture of giving a banana builds community. As a society, we need to come together. We can't keep fighting to come together. Sounds so, like some Andrew Yang shit. Neither left nor right, just forward. Yeah, it's, if I had a car, it'd have no steering wheel. Just go forward. Yes, and it would be in neutral all the time, either yep. being pushed by yeah. everyone or pulled. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, look, this, as much as we would love for this to be the answer to everyone's problems, it kind of just sounds like a marketing scheme for yeah, a blockchain company. Exactly. Um, they just seem to embrace the memes online, and, and that is great. They were smart enough to make the connection of Harambe and the Apes Together Strong thing and meme culture, and they did a bit of viral marketing by putting a Harambe statue on Wall Street so they could boost their brand. Again, this is good marketing. How long is it going to be there? That's, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem to have any natural connection to uh, Wall Street bets or like the other stonk communities on Reddit. Uh, everyone seemed to love it, but in the comments, they're like, why? They're like, oh, it's this company. Okay. Like, it wasn't like a coordinated thing where everyone donated yeah. and got it there. Uh, like when they bought the Dogecoin, uh, Dogecoin NASCAR a few yeah, years back. The Dogecoin, yeah. Um, either way, Harambe now sits across from the Wall Street bull. For how long? That is anyone's guess. Also, where is that statue of the girl standing up to the bull? Did Harambe replace her? Will Harambe get shot for being in the vicinity of a child <laughs> statue? None of these questions really matter, but I want them answered. Don't shoot him. He's made out of bronze. The bullets will... They'll... Oh, God, that gorilla is shooting at us. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you're going to deflect the bullets. They'll come back, back at you. And uh, You need a ninja to come in and block the bullets with his... This tongue. Harambe statue looks great. So the Cristiano Ronaldo guy has no excuse. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, let's get to the latest coronavirus news. Let's just get it out of the way for the for this week or the yeah. start of this week, because yeah, there is unfortunately a decent amount of that stuff. Starting with the fact that Bush era Secretary of State and war criminal Colin Powell was pronounced dead early on Monday via Facebook by uh, a Facebook post by his family. They noted that Secretary of State Powell died of complications from COVID-19, but added that Mr. Powell was fully vaccinated. Aha! Aha! You've been caught! Haha, yeah. -ha, said everyone in conservative media and all the vaccine skeptics. But yeah, if he was fully vaccinated, how did he die of COVID? Gotcha. Yeah, no, but seriously, Fox News anchors, as well as GOP members of Congress, they spoke out about vaccines this morning in the wake of Colin Powell's death. Most notably, Fox anchor John Roberts, who tweeted, then deleted. The fact that Colin Powell died from a breakthrough COVID infection raises new concerns about how effective vaccines are long-term. And Congressman uh, Florida man, Matt Gates, <laughs> who uh, tweeted and then deleted, post-vaccine breakthrough infection kills more people than Iraq's WMDs already did. Uh, oh, God, the worst person you know just made a great point. 
Oh, yeah. Both of them, and others, failed to mention that Powell was literally battling multiple myeloma, a type of blood cancer that obviously weakens the immune system. And he had Parkinson's, and he was old. Yes. Uh, From the New York Times, Peggy Safrino, Mr. Powell's longtime aide, said that he had been successfully treated for multiple myeloma, a cancer of white blood cells in the bone marrow. Hmm, white blood cells, what are those for? People with multiple myeloma have compromised immune systems and are thus at greater risk of developing severe COVID-19. Vaccines are also likely to be less effective in these patients. Hmm. Uh, Now, look, breakthrough cases, especially ones that result in death, they're extremely rare, but they can happen. Uh, And it's certainly going to affect someone who has a weakened immune system because of blood cancer far more than your average person. For the most part, public figures who jumped on this news to exclaim that vaccines are somehow ineffective because Colin Powell still died have deleted their tweets, with some giving apologies and explanations, but others not. Also, all these fucking assholes got vaccinated. They're all vaccinated. They're all vaccinated. Yes. But uh, this almost certainly is not going to stop misinformation from spreading online and using uh, Colin Powell's death as fuel to convince holdouts that something is actually wrong here, when in reality... This is a perfect example of how herd immunity and high vaccination rates could save more lives because we need to work together to protect the more vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, you got us. You got us. Um, Out of the hundreds of millions of people who have been vaccinated, there are hundreds, maybe a few thousand, who have had breakthrough cases or died. Yeah. Out of the millions of people who drive around with seatbelts and airbags, sometimes... Sometimes, they Sometimes you don't wear a seatbelt, and when the car rolls over, you fly right out, yeah. and you stand there, and you watch as you could have careened off a cliff. Yeah. And Checkmate. by God, I'm going to be that one guy. Checkmate lives. Exactly. Uh, speaking of the consequences of other people not willing to do the bare minimum to get things back to normal, actor Miles Teller put hundreds of jobs in jeopardy and reportedly cost Viacom millions of dollars because he, according to reports, refused to get vaccinated, got sick while in production on a Paramount Plus project, and the whole thing had to shut down while he was in the hospital. Mm -hmm. Great job, Dick. From the East Bay Times, Miles Teller is one of several high-profile actors at the center of a fierce debate in Hollywood over performers who have expressed skepticism about the COVID-19 vaccine or who are refusing to be vaccinated. A new story in The Hollywood Reporter addresses this debate, reporting on the case of an unnamed high-profile actor said to be unvaccinated who was working on a film this summer when he tested positive for COVID-19 and had to be hospitalized. The actor quote, was known to the cast and crew as being dismissive of vaccines, the reporter said. But after the star tested positive for COVID-19, other crew members also became sick, causing production to be shut down for three weeks and ultimately costing the production company seven figures. It continues, the Daily Mail said Thursday that the Hollywood Reporter account aligns with its earlier report that alleged that Teller caused headaches on the set of his new film by refusing to be vaccinated. The Mail said that his positive test in late July forced production to halt on the Los Angeles set of The Offer, a Paramount Plus series about the making of The Godfather. They cited a production source who said, Teller is not vaccinated. He wouldn't even get the test. Now he's brought the virus to the set and the whole set had to shut down. What a fucking piece of shit. And they also reported that the work stoppage cost the production company $6 million. At the time, Teller's publicist told the Daily Mail that their facts are incorrect, while a rep from Paramount Plus told The Hollywood Reporter that the number was less than $6 million. All this COVID shit is it's ruining our economy. <laughs> but when I do it, it's it's fine. It's okay. It's, when I ruin the economy for this production, it's... Uh... 
I'm just express, it's art. It's, it's expressing artwork. my freedom. Yeah. Fuck you, Miles Teller. Uh, this, they add that the production cited the names of two other stars who have been openly dismissive of COVID-19 vaccines, while also pointing out that the industry has yet to adopt universal mandates. The skeptics include Letitia Wright, filming Marvel's Black Panther <laughs> Wakanda Forever, and... Who could have guessed? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider is unvaccinated. <laughs> uh, and he was uh, unvaccinated and apparently not willing to get the vaccine while shooting Netflix's sports comedy, Home Team. Rob Schneider is the super spreader. <laughs> yep. Rob yeah. Schneider, derpty derpty, the plague rat. <laughs> derpty doobly derp. Uh, but uh, rounding out the very stupid COVID news today, Robert Durst. You did it, didn't you? Well, we reported on the fact that Robert Durst was finally found guilty of murder a few weeks back for the killing of Susan Berman over 20 years ago. But last week, his official sentence was announced. And honestly, regardless of what the actual sentence was, it pretty much means life in prison for Durst, who looks like he's on death's door at 78 years old anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, Regardless, he did, in fact, end up getting life in prison without the possibility of parole. Sadly, though, or not, uh, (laughs) as we predicted, it doesn't look like he'll have to fully answer for his crimes because he might be dying already because of COVID. Uh, here's deadline. Robert Durst, who was sentenced earlier this week to life without parole after being convicted for murdering his friend, has been placed on a ventilator after contracting COVID-19, his lawyer said good. Saturday. Durst, 78, was sentenced Thursday for murdering friend Susan Berman in 2000. The real estate scion was already in dire health straits during the sentencing hearing, according to his lead defense attorney, Dick DeGuren. Quote, he was having difficulty breathing and he was having difficulty communicating, DeGuren said in an email to the Los Angeles Times. He looked worse than I've ever seen him, and I was very worried about him. And look, as we know by now, when you've reached the ventilator portion of your COVID treatment... Yeah, that's not good. The odds are absolutely not in your favor, especially when you're elderly. Yeah. Um, also, if for some reason you uh, need further absolutely traumatic-to-watch reasoning uh, that maybe will help someone you know uh, get over the hump. Uh, The New York Times just did a, again, hard watch, uh, a very short documentary, about 10 minutes long, of, uh, they went to the Ozarks. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the lowest vaccination rates. And they actually interviewed people who were in the hospital uh, pre-ventilator. And one or two of them seemed to be like, you know, personal freedoms and all that. Uh, I hope I don't get worse. And then one of them uh, was like, I really regret everything I should have got. I'm a big idiot. And uh, the guy who loved his freedom, uh, it ends and it's like, and he died two weeks later. Yeah. And it's like the final conversation he had with anyone was this conversation with a New York Times reporter where he's like, I'm a libertarian and I believe in personal freedom. Oh, yeah. That that came out a couple months ago, I think. Oh, it did? Yeah. Oh, but, okay. yeah. He's, he's like the last thing he's like, well, I'm more of a libertarian. And it's like, he died two weeks later. Yeah. Um, so I didn't know it came out earlier. It was just uh, on my feed yesterday. The algorithm finally got it to me. So, uh, but yeah, it's uh, hard to watch, as yeah. all of those things are. But you got to look at both sides. I mean, if COVID, <laughs> is, you're gonna ruin this video with Susan. If COVID is really so bad, then uh, what do you say about COVID potentially killing Robert Durst? You you want to actually? That's a good thing. You yeah. want to let Robert Durst live? Uh huh. Seems like you support murder mm-hmm. if you support vaccines. Get your vaccine if you haven't already. Of course, yeah. though, I, I would assume that the vaccination rate of viewers of the show is extremely high. So good for you. I mean, the vaccination rate here in L.A. is extremely yeah, high. high. Like it's shit's like kind of back to normal. It feels in that a, way, doesn't it? In a tentative it? way. Yeah. And it's it's great. Like COVID is really not uh, knock on all the wood. But yeah. it's right now like it is it feels more normal than it's felt 
since the beginning of the pandemic. And we are getting our uh, vaccine mandates here. We just got the outdoor uh, yeah, big gorge event one, and uh, it's coming to restaurants and bars, too. And also, the mandates fucking work. Like, so many people yep. are being like, fine, I wasn't going to do it. Like, you hear, you see these news stories about, like, oh, hundreds of people quit from this company. They don't mention that the company has, like, half a million employees. Yeah. And this is, like, a tenth of a percentage point. Meanwhile, a good portion of the ones that were holdouts are actually finally getting it because they don't want to say bye-bye job. There was, like, a, a cop who filmed a cop TikTok of, like, this is the last, my last ride. Now they're making me get, me get vac- vaccinated uh, to keep my badge and gun. I'm like... That's actually probably a good thing that you are leaving this job. I don't want that guy to have a bad yeah, gun. A person with this personality, uh, probably. You are not here to protect and serve y- yeah, the populace. You you are not. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, we do have some more lighthearted stories coming up for you. We promise. But first, let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor, Honey. We all shop online, and we've all seen that promo code field taunting us at checkout. But thanks to Honey. Manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one that it can find to your cart. Honey supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. Here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons that it can find for that site. And if Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. Uh, I'll take this one because you did it on Weekly Weird, but uh, not to embarrass myself in front of Elliot. uh, You know, I was a bit nervous about getting my Christmas uh, decoration shopping done a little bit early so that, you know... Yeah. I actually have something to look at and go, hmm, that makes me feel good. I love the serotonin. Uh, so I actually got some Christmas decorations that went up on sale immediately. And uh, yeah, I got a decent promo code. They got me 10% off on uh, one of the big box sites. Wow. So that's look. the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> Savings, the spirit of Christmas. Uh, Honey has found its over 17 million members over $2 billion in savings. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on free savings. It's literally free. It installs in a few seconds. And by getting it, you're doing yourself a solid and supporting the show. Uh, we'd never re- recommend something we don't use. So get Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash daily. That is joinhoney.com slash daily. All right, back to the news now with a story about AI, artificial intelligence. And when we do about a story about AI, it usually goes one of two ways. Either it's uh, completely dystopian and makes us worry about the existential future of humanity, just a real bummer, or it's just someone having a bit of fun by feeding a bunch of data to an AI and letting it come up with stuff on its own, which usually ends up being pretty funny and actually makes us less worried about being obliterated by AI-powered robots, Yeah, at least in the near future, because AI is kind of dumb. Now. It is now. Yeah. Yeah. So this story is the latter, thankfully. Although in this one, you can see that the AI is improving because the results of this fun little test are actually pretty damn good. Yeah. Someone under the Twitter handle AI Metalbot is using the open source AI project GP2 in combination with the AI image generation tool Big Sleep to produce metal band names complete with album names and cover art by feeding the AI information about pre-existing bands and albums. The results are not only actually believable, but better than some actual metal band names and album names. And, like, the cover art is okay. It kind of just looks like... You can clearly look and be like, yeah, that was kind of AI-generated, because it just looks like a blurry version of something that already exists. Like, it's taking parts of different covers and kind of, like, meshing them. It kind of looks like something, like, if you were on Shrooms, it would look like that. But... uh, these, uh, what it came up with, I was even surprised. These are so good that you would be forgiven 
for assuming that these were actual bands and albums being promoted. Now, here's a few examples. Uh, when we read these, it's the fake band name first, followed by the fake album title, and then the cover art. Ancient Locust, Cocooned and Consumed. Coffin Lord, Dead at Heart. Gore Wolf, The Ashes of War. Blast Vortex, Plague Infests the Universe. Ashen Siege, The Engines of Ruin. Toxigenarian, mm. Subatomic. Toxigenarian is probably my favorite. Toxigenarian. <laughs> my favorite out of all of yeah. these. It is so, like someone has to actually steal that. That is mm -hmm. too good. And the full album title for that one is Subatomic Organic Disassembly. Fatal Dissonance. Cacophonous ascension to the tumultuous plains of blasphemy. <laughs> this is another one of my favorites right here. Witch Stinked. Forest of Death. <laughs> Crematorium Lullabies. Self-titled Crematorium Lullabies. <laughs> Cross of Defilement. My Lord, my God, my Tormentor. Grind Bastard. The only good Nazi is a dead Nazi thrown into the grinder. <laughs> <laughs> It's and <laughs> finally, massive blood sacrifice. You can't make a bone crusher without crushing a few bones. Look, honestly, Fantastic. fucking awesome. And, and it wouldn't surprise us at all if a band actually stole one or more of these names. I mean, go nuts. These are yours to have, apparently. These are actually almost too good. I, it does make me wonder a bit if this isn't uh, a little bit of human assistance going on here to fill in some blanks, kind of like with the AI-written sitcom scripts. Uh, there's probably, if I had to guess... Uh, I mean, this is anytime I run shit through new algorithms for the show, I'm not using every result. Some of them yeah, are dog the shit. Best. I'm yeah. picking the ones that work. Yeah. So I would assume something like that's coming. Or yeah, or like the, in some cases where we've done it before, it's like the sentence needs yeah, like there's one like, little word. Yeah, there's like one part of it that's perfect. But it needs like an some... A or a the, yeah. and it makes complete sense. So, look, if this is just the AI, we actually should be scared. Yeah. Because uh, these are damn good. And also the AI is learning some pretty horrific stuff. This AI is uh, going to start worshiping Satan. Yeah. and uh, It's me, Coffin Lord. <laughs> Stand down, citizen. A satanic killer robot. They're going to name one of those police dogs Coffin Lord. Ugh. Yeah, oh it's going to be bad. Uh, either way, totally brutal band names. I love, this, is, this was such, gr this is such great news. I loved this. Moving on now, yeah. though. Today we get to talk about Trump's PP tape. Once again, for the first time in a long time, yeah. because it is somehow back in the news. Twice back in the news. And that's thanks to some recent interviews done by Christopher Steele, the originator of the Steele dossier, which stated, among many other far more important things, that Donald Trump had allegedly gotten Russian prostitutes to <laughs> while on a bed that Barack Obama had once slept on, and that there was a videotape of the incident because Russia is known for spying on important people when they visit. And they like carrying it for compromise. You're gonna yeah. do what we do or people see the pee pee. Don't, you don't want us to show them the PP tape now, do you? That was the story. There hasn't, obviously, we, you know, we haven't seen a P tape. So it, a, a it lot was of people. obviously a little suspicious that, uh, you know, Trump kind of did whatever Putin wanted to. And, well, he told me he didn't hack the election. So I'm going to yeah. take this man at his word. But, uh, yeah, officially, there has been no evidence at all other than the Steele dossier that the P tape exists. Yes. And that's that, right? Well, here's from Insider. Christopher Steele, the former British spy behind the heavily disputed dossier on Donald Trump, said he believed an infamous P-tape of Trump does indeed exist. In an interview with ABC News, he speculated that Russia may have kept the tape hidden because Trump offered them pretty good value during his time in office. Steele made an unsubstantiated allegation in the 35-page dossier, which was compiled during the 2016 presidential election, that Russian authorities had covertly filmed Trump being urinated on by prostitutes at a Moscow hotel room in 2013. Quote, 
I think it probably does exist, Steele told host George Stephanopoulos in an excerpt of the upcoming documentary, Out of the Shadows, The Man Behind the Steele Dossier. Pressed on why Russia wouldn't have used such leverage, Steele replied, because I think it hasn't needed to be released because I think the Russians felt they'd got pretty good value out of Donald Trump when he was president of the U.S. Okay. Sure. Well, I mean, I've always found it to be something that might be real, might not, but... I mean, in general, like out it of, seems plausible out of the other accusations, it's pretty low on the list of things that could yeah. actually affect the country. Yeah. But anyway. if this guy wasn't president, I don't care how many prostitutes. He yeah. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it's who knows? It's it's Schrodinger's P tape. But yeah, that's my initial reaction. To this like, OK, the steel dossier again. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. But this all comes just days after Trump's love or lack thereof regarding golden showers was already making headlines because of his recent unprompted insistence that he's not into that specific <laughs> fetish. Yeah, out of nowhere. By the way, I don't like getting peed on. That makes me think it's real. <laughs> so here's uh, the Daily Dot last week. Uh, Former President Donald Trump brought up the infamous pee tape unprompted while talking at a donor retreat, according to a report. The Washington Post obtained audio of Trump speaking at the National Republican Senatorial Committee retreat. During his speech, he reportedly brought up the P-tape unprompted. Quote, I'm not into golden showers, the president said. You know the great thing, our great first lady, that one. She said, I don't believe that one. <laughs> the room was filled with senators, donors, and lobbyists, according to the Post. Those remarks not shockingly caused a flurry of tweets on Friday. Golden showers was trending on Twitter. Many people joked that Trump's unprompted remarks about the P-tape were proof that it actually exists. And yeah, I mean, like, I love that he, like, called out Melania and be like, hey, you knew that one was bullshit, right? Because uh, you wanted to pee all over me, and I said no that one time. Yeah. This, more than anything else, makes me believe that the P-tape is, in fact, real. Why would you bring this up unprompted? Yeah. Like, by the way, hey, remember literally five years ago? Yeah. When I said that I like to get peed on? I mean, I'd kind of forgotten about it. Yeah. And then all he does is bring it up for everyone hmm. again. Huh. huh. Immediately before he knows that a documentary about Christopher Steele is coming out? Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Is that Borat back there on the other side of that wall? I bet it's Borat back there. You're not going to get me like you got Rudy. <laughs> you're not uh. going to fool me, Borat, who he, I'm sure that like, just like he calls uh, him Tim Apple, he yeah. probably thinks, he thinks Sasha, Borat's a real person. Yeah, he thinks Sasha Baron Cohen's name's actually Borat. It's that Borat again up to no good. <laughs> Anyways, finally today, more vaccine news, but probably not the one you're thinking of. I promise. This vaccine is actually hopefully going to rid those adorable koalas of all their rampant bouts of chlamydia. Oh, good. Once again from Insider, Australia is rolling out a chlamydia vaccine trial among koalas in the country. About 400 koalas will be vaccinated as part of the trial, and researchers told Reuters that they hope the vaccine will help the animals survive longer as a species. While the disease is often sexually transmitted, it can be transmitted from mothers to their babies as well. Quote, it is a cruel disease that causes debilitating conjunctivitis, bladder infections, and at times, infertility. Amber Gillette, a veterinarian and coordinator of research at the Australia Zoo Wildlife Hospital, told Reuters. The article continues. Peter Timms, a professor of microbiology at the school, told The Guardian that the vaccine had already been tested in 250 koalas in eight smaller trials. He said the vaccine is safe and that it can reduce infection levels. Quote, you can't really easily give antibiotics to koalas, Tim said. 
People do, but it upsets their gut bacteria and they need their gut bacteria to digest eucalyptus leaves. Unfortunately, 10 or even 20% of animals that go through the wildlife hospital come back to the hospital, he added. In a lot of cases, if you just treat them with antibiotics, they often come back with chlamydial disease again. The Australian Koala Foundation, an independent nonprofit group, told Reuters in September that it estimates that Australia has lost about 30% of its koala population over the last three years. The group said droughts, bushfires, and loss of habitats all played factors in the loss of population. It estimates that there are less than 58,000 koalas left in Australia. That's really fucking sad. Yeah. Yeah. They are uh, such a helpless animal. Yeah. Like, they... They, they don't do much. Yeah, they're they're kind of an evolutionary dead end because they, the only thing they know how to eat is eucalyptus, which their body cannot digest. It it's, requires yeah. them to sleep all day, all day long, yeah. while their body devotes all of its energy to digesting this leaf, the only leaf the koala knows how to eat, into something edible. Yeah. So, um, and then on top of that, they got the the chlamydia. So, but they are very cute, which is why we all want to keep them around. They are. Mm-hmm. So They're hopefully, uh, hopefully, there's not a bunch of holdout koalas that ruin it for all the other koalas because they believe in the freedom to be riddled with STDs. That would yeah. that would be unfortunate. There's going to be one Rob Schneider koala going around infecting all of the previously vaccinated. Koalas Rob with Schneider chlamydia. is a koala, and he with is chlamydia. riddled with STDs. Uh, so hopefully that's not the case. I hope. Yeah. Uh, although I think that uh, they kind of have a captive audience here, so I think that uh, things will be a little bit more successful. I, I hope so. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, you know, hopefully we can really get this climate change thing under control, uh, so we don't have more droughts and bushfires. Yeah, right? that's the what simple. The, the last the the, the big uh, fires. The one at the beginning like of twenty twenty, it was like a billion animals died or something it was insane <laughs> and that was like the kickstart to the worst year of all time yeah so yeah a lot of really sad pictures out of that one jesus anyways uh that's it for this uh this week's uh this today's episode sorry if you want to watch more we do have a brand new episode of weekly weird news right over here and also another episode of news dump so check both of those out if you haven't already subscribe to the channel as when we were writing this we were just 30 subscribers away from 215,000. oh yeah. A milestone that is uh, not really a big milestone. Uh, we've already hit the 200K, but a milestone nonetheless. There's got to be at least 30 people watching this who can help us hit that. If for some reason that subscribe button isn't clicked already, make sure you click it. And yeah. if it's a glitch, refresh first and then double check. Be careful with that. Yeah, be careful. You don't want to overdo it. And then the algorithm gets confused yeah. and it unsubscribes you. Turn AI, on the bell. AI is not good. So you got to. It's see- only good at creating metal bands. Yeah. Uh, get the bell on. Make sure you're subscribed. And now the videos are up over here. Now you can watch them. Weekly Weird News, News Dump. And we'll see you soon for Tech News Day. Bye-bye. Bye.